Hey, everybody. Welcome to the You Were Born for this podcast with Father John Ricardo. That's me. I'm Father John. I am the executive director at Acts 29, where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. I'm here with my tired sister in the Lord, Mary. How you doing? I'm good, Father John. I think you look kind of tired, too. I, we've been living out of a suitcase and in a plane for the last couple of days. I feel like we're recording this on a plane. That's what it almost <laughs> feels like, right? But uh, nonetheless, the Lord is... Um, the Lord's rejuvenating us, uh, even as we have the opportunity to be with brothers and sisters all around the country, right? Just seeing uh, the Holy Spirit doing extraordinary things. We just had the opportunity to be out in, um, or down in Texas, down from us, from Michigan. The Lone Star State. Yeah. Gosh, so, great folks there. So shout out to Greg and Julie Alexander, the Alexander House, the great work that they're doing. And, uh, and the folks at Guadalupe Radio, Radio. Network. My goodness. I, I, I was telling you, Father, if you remember, I said, I think we encountered some saints when we were down with these beautiful people in Texas, God is uh, Amen. filling our hearts with hope and encouragement the more we travel. Yeah, what a gift to be with all of them. So Mary, what's our topic today? Yeah, so our topic today we're is got anxiety, try this. No, I'm feeling great actually. I don't think anybody's anxious yeah, about anything, anxious. are they? <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you got for this. Okay, all right, oh, well, so let's, let's pray. pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you again for the blessing of the day, for the wonderful gift of life, for the simple truth that uh, we need not be anxious about anything because you are a good father and the world is in your hands and our lives are in your hands. And so I just pray right now that any of us who are listening or Mary or myself in any area of our minds or hearts where we're feeling anxious, fearful, sad, that your light and your grace would just flood into our hearts and minds right now and illuminate that darkness with the peace that only you can give. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the, the Father, Father, the Son, and the, Son, the Holy, and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So this is, this is really all just flowing from a passage, isn't it, that the Lord put on our hearts this morning as, uh, as we were praying about what it is that we, that we think he wants us to reflect. This is kind of a lot like preaching, you know, like whenever I preach, which is every day. Um, right. all, all I'm doing is sharing with people what the Lord's sharing with me in prayer, you know? So the, the, the homily is always directed at me first. I'm just hoping that it applies to somebody else. But I think that's, uh, that's very much what this is too. We're, we're praying, asking the Lord, Lord, what do you want to say? Or what are you saying to us? And then hopefully um, it's coming through us too. So what is it that he's put on our hearts? So uh, the Lord put on our hearts today, um, chapter four of uh, Philippians, uh, Paul's exhortation to the church in Philippi. So if I can, Father John, I would just like to read the passage uh, for our friends. So it's Philippians chapter four, verses five through nine. Found it. Okay. <laughs> you look at you. Okay. So Paul writes, let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, 
there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, do. Hmm. And the God of peace will be with you. There's a lot there, Father. Yeah, maybe we can just reflect on that quickly, because I think there's so much here. First of all, let's just state the obvious. Um, Everybody we run into, right? Everybody that we stand in line with, um, every time we have an opportunity to talk to someone, whether it's a bishop or a priest or a married woman or a married man or a single person, um, they're immediately just uh, coming forward asking for requests for prayer, right? And the, and the requests are usually um, having to do with something that they're worried or anxious or fearful about. And by all means, we're supposed to pray because the Lord tells us to to come to him, to ask, to seek, to knock. But there's there seems to be in, in many of us right now, uh, almost an increased level of anxiety. Of course, what we've been living through over the last year and a half doesn't help that. Uh, and that, that's really the root of the proposal, which we, we want to make it at the end of this, right? A simple uh, kind of a, an exhortation to encourage people to try something for these days right. ahead. huh? So so that's why this passage, I think, speaks to us so much. So let me just share with you a couple of things that hit me. I want to hear what hits you too. But so this passage, you know, verse five, Paul says, your kindness should be known to all. And that word that gets translated there is mm-hmm. kindness. That can mean um, reasonableness, courtesy, gentleness, forbearance. I, I don't see and hear a lot of that right now. No, and I don't expect no, it from no. the world, right? No. But I, Paul's writing to believers, however how many handful there are in right. Philippi. There's not very many. Sometimes mm-hmm. it seems like there's not very many of us either. Uh, but it's almost like Paul's not saying, hey, there's no excuse for you not to be these things, right? And so that, that hits me uh, immediately. Kindness is one of those words that I think sometimes we feel is soft, um, but it's actually one of the fruits of the Spirit. It is. And so as I'm listening to you talk, I mean, all that you just described there, those gifts, that mindset, those virtues, that it flows from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, and I think sometimes what we do, Father John, at least I know in my own life, I can squelch the Spirit. Mm. You know, I, I can be inspired to respond a particular way, whether it's something that I've read or a person that I've encountered, but I have to dispose myself to the Spirit so he can have his way mm-hmm. with my mind and my heart and my will. And kindness is um, uh, one of the things that I struggle with a lot. And we, we have uh, a sign in our home and it says, um, if you can be anything in this world, choose to be kind. Yeah. And, I, and I actually purchased that and hung it in our home as a reminder to myself. Like I'm, I'm uh, as a reminder, like Mary. How's that going? Is that helping? Be kind <laughs> by the grace of God and frequent confession, right? It's like, it's like my mom and dad, we were, we were in, uh, we had bought a plaque. Uh, it was uh, the two of them and my brother and I, I think we were in um, Nantucket when we were kids growing up and we had just bought a plaque that said, love one another. And we were carrying it down the street. My brother and I were fighting like crazy. <laughs> and one of us was carrying the plaque. I thought, this is not a good advertisement for this sign. I'm going right? to beat you over the head with this sign is what I feel like. You know, doing. even as you're talking, you know, what comes to mind, we had a conversation mm-hmm. at the office uh, a couple of weeks back. It was the, um, it was the day where the gospel where Jesus says, do not think that I have come to bring peace. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. And I know so many people latch onto that passage and they're like, see, Jesus didn't come to bring peace. He came to bring a sword. And it's so crucial for us to understand what the Lord's saying there. And one of the things that he led us to reflect on in our conversation was if we don't first let the word of God 
pierce our hearts with his sword, we will wield it and we will hurt other people. And so I first have Mm -hmm. to let the word of God penetrate into me Mm -hmm. and show me where I need to come into transformation and alignment with uh, Jesus's way of thinking. And only after that can I begin to speak and to talk to others about what it is that we want to encourage and exhort people to be doing, yeah. right? Yeah, you're right. Otherwise, we, uh, through the lens of justification or self-righteousness, we wield that sword. We have to be really, really careful. Yeah, and we hurt how we people, read that. right? Amen. Hurt people, hurt people. So right? Paul says, you know, don't be anxious about most mm-hmm. of the things that are going on in the world right now. No, he doesn't say that. He says, have no anxiety Sorry. at all, right? None. And so it's worth remembering you know, the guy who's saying this is a guy who's living at the time of uh, the Emperor Nero, uh, not exactly a great emperor. Um, he's in prison, not a good place to be writing from. Um, persecution is raging. Um, he's been stoned and left for dead. Uh, he's been beaten with rods. Um, he's experienced shipwreck. I mean, this is this is not a man who's living a cushy life. And yet, so th- so in other words, this is a witness talking. Right. This mm-hmm. is somebody who has learned the secret, he says in another one of his letters, um, to living at peace in all things. Right. Amen. So Amen. so no anxiety about anything. And it says here, so the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, or you could translate that, it's more valuable than all understanding. It's of more worth than all understanding. So many times we say things like, well, I just want to know answers. And Paul's like, no, 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 satisfying your curiosity won't satisfy you. What you really need to know, what I need to know, what we need to know is that there's a good God who's holding our lives in his hands, right? And that peace of God, that protects my heart. Yes. That's what he's saying, right? Yeah. I'm just thinking about um, uh, how our hearts, so so physically, if you have something wrong with the heart, Mm. your rhythm can go out of out of um, a natural sinus rhythm. And literally something physically happens to your heart. It's called atrial fibrillation. I'm just thinking about the spiritual application of that. Like if our hearts aren't draped with peace, it's almost like our hearts are quivering within us. And you can almost feel that sometimes where you're so overcome with anxiety, you feel it physically in your body. And and God wants to sow good things into the hearts of his people. Yeah, amen. So your husband just went through uh, an ablation, right? Right. So I remember praying for Steve and the day that you were at the hospital with him and I was reflecting on what was going on. And so it was interesting because that day the word oblation kept showing up and I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. well, that can't be, you know, coincidence. I mean, you know, here's one of my dear friends and he's going through all this. Um, But of course he wasn't having an oblation. He was having an oblation. Oblation. And so that means to take away from. That's right. And so I was praying that day and and that's exactly how I was praying um, Mm. that day was just like, Lord, what in my heart do you need to take Take away? away. So even as Steve's heart was getting cauterized and and cut, so the Lord wants wants to to do do that that in our lives. He wants to cut things. And that's that divine surgery. And, And that divine surgery often happens in quiet in solitude, which means we have to we have to uh, kind of cultivate some some habits that will kind of help address some of that, and we, we can talk. Thus, the proposal, we right? So here's this? the simple challenge, right? Yeah. So so we have a we have a proposal that we just feel like the Lord wants to encourage, perhaps especially those of us who are just 
man, we're just finding ourselves so anxious right now or so agitated perhaps or, or fearful. And, and so what's the simple exhortation? So we're just going to invite you uh, to do with us just to um, detach ourselves from news, right, and media. And that's social media. That's, that, that's secular news. That's Don't do it yet. You've got to finish to the end of the podcast. Yeah, but then as soon as that's over, like, no more podcasts. <laughs> so it's social media. It, it, it's secular news. It, it's your news aggregate. It's whatever. Um, and it's the Catholic news. It, it, it's some great, great um, outlets out there. Um, but detach ourselves from that perhaps just for a week and to see what happens yeah. and to, and, and, and to stop like, like in my mind, it's like the, the, the thought that comes to my mind is rather than drinking from that stream, right? Because that stuff stirs up all of our hearts, right? Mm. Um, to drink from another stream. Mm. And that's those eight things that, um, that, that uh, St. Paul invites us to talk, uh, to, to dwell on. So let's get to that in a second. Yeah. So, so even as you're saying that, I know so many people, the first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is they check the news. Well, how about, so just, just it, it, God says in Malachi with regards to tithing, mm-hmm. let, this is what comes to mind um, for this little exercise that we're encouraging people to join us with. Um, he says, try me in this. Mm-hmm. So just for five days from now and through Friday, try a media fast. Just detach yourself from the new. If the world's ending, someone's going to call you, right? If they <laughs> mandate that, you we'll know, like, know. If, if they're going to lock us down again, we will know. someone's going to tell you. Okay, so you don't need to worry if about this. If the bombs fly, we're going to know. Gonna know. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if Jesus comes back, you're gonna we're going to know. Gonna know. <laughs> and they're That's not going right. to cover it on the news. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, just from now till Friday, just try this. Or if you are listening to this after Monday when we release it, try five days after that. It's just, it's the Lord just dares us sometimes. Like, Give it a shot. See what happens here. And so first thing in the morning, for many of us, we we fill that well, like you just say all mm-hmm. the time. And it's filled with things that just agitate that us. That stir us up and get us all worried and all in knots early, early in the morning. Yeah, so, so Paul says whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever's just, whatever's pure, whatever's lovely, whatever is gracious, if there's anything excellent, is there anything worthy of praise? Think about these things. So I know you want to talk about that, but here's the implication mm-hmm. beforehand. Mm-hmm. Whatever is not true, mm. whatever is not honorable, whatever is not just, whatever is not pure, whatever is not lovely, whatever is not gracious, don't think about those things. Like get rid of those things, right? Right. Like empty them out. Don't let the enemy have an opportunity to come right. into our minds. Right. And instead, what we, we it's not enough to empty them out, right? We got to replace them with something, don't we? Right. And, uh, and and so clearly that's the word of God. Father, what we're talking about, too, is like creating um, a habit of the heart to live in this um, opposed to the culture, a countercultural mm. way. And so, we, you know, we're obviously talking about scripture here. And so the, the, the stream that we're inviting us all to drink from first thing in the morning is the word of God. And uh, if you're like us, you probably have a, a, a number of blogs that are deposited in your email box. And so you try to read those in the morning and, and get someone else's interpretation of the passage that, that God's invited mm. you to sit with. Maybe the challenge for all of this, and my, I got my my hand up first is to sit with the word of God and let God speak to you just in a way that he wants to speak to you 
very personally, not how we spoke to someone else who has the gift of writing beautiful reflections, but God has a word for you and me, and it's going to be different. He's going to speak to you in a way he's going to speak different from me. And that which we take into ourselves will be that which we pour out upon others. And that is, so, so, so what we pour out will be pure and lovely and gracious and excellent. You know, it, you know, the word of God um, uh, speaks to our hearts and uh, gives us, offers us truth and beauty and goodness. And if we were drinking from that stream in the morning, we could be real agents. We talk about about um, all the time about being agents of transformation and agents of healing, mm-hmm. and um, ways that we can tra- agents of healing, ways that we can help transform the culture. Yeah, and we're not asking people to do this for the rest of their lives. It's but, just for five days, right? But it, you may decide at some well, point, like I'm only going to check my the news maybe once a week or right, something yeah, like that. But, right. But, but I mean, I think some people are going to go, "Oh my gosh, I don't know what I would do without no. that." Just try it for a few right. days, because I even as you're talking about that, like I can't tell you, I know how many times you know I'm reading the scriptures in the morning, and I kind of immediately go, "Oh, I wonder what so and so says about that," right? Yeah. And I can almost hear the Lord say to me some days, "Hey." Do you want to hear what I have to say about that? You know, like, why do you have to have somebody else's thoughts? You don't need a doctorate in scripture to understand his word. You just have to, like, give him time. Give him space to speak. Yeah, just, Lord, what do you want to say to me right now? So, concrete proposal. Yep. From now until whatever day this is when you're listening, try five days. Just Mm -hmm. remove those things from our daily experience that we have control over that are not true, they're not honorable, they're not pure, they're not gracious, they're not just, and replace them, because nature abhors a vacuum, with the Word of God. Amplify the amount of time we just sit in Scripture and simply see if you feel any different in five days. That sounds like a wonderful exercise, Father John. Yeah, you know, what comes to mind as we close is uh, Paul's exhortation again in Romans, where he says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And, and there's one translation, I forget where it comes from. I think I heard um, Timothy Keller quote at one time. He says, one of the guys translates that as, do not let the world squeeze you into its way of thinking. Mm. Oh, I love that. Rather, be transformed by being brought into conformity with Jesus. And that, so when we when we just feed on the news, I mean, we, we were talking about this podcast episode on a plane watching the news while we're looking at the news I, I had to see something that was going on and i'm like <laughs> as i'm watching this i'm like good grief i'm not i'm not even like listening to my own advice and, it's and bring, i'm just getting sucked into this stuff and, and it was bring, it was bringing us down i said oh my gosh shut that off so i can right? just hear the lord say it's squeezing you into yeah. its way of thinking don't let it do that yeah. you don't have to do that you have control over this you right? know and one of the things that i just want to say before we before we uh say farewell for for this this week is, you know, God is the father who wants to bring us good things. He is not the sower of fear. Mm. God is not a sower of anxiety. That's not God. God doesn't bring that. That That's not the fruit that the father wants to uh, implant into our lives. And it seems like a lot of things that are uh, coming our way each and every day whether they're intending to or not, who knows, but that's what they're but, doing. They're stirring up the, anxiety. They're stirring up fear. And right. that's not to be naive. It's not to not know what's going on, but uh, yeah, this is the, this is a simple proposal. So we invite you to join us 
in doing this. And please, God, we will emerge in five days. I can't wait to see you in five days. I bet you can't wait to see me in five days. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you all, too. Let us know what the fruit of your fast is. Yeah. Amen. And in the meantime, do not be afraid. God, God, like God, the maker of the universe is with you. And you were born for this.